0: That's really good. Okay, so I have the show notes open right now. Um, hey, everyone. Joe here. You're listening to the fifth episode of Like for Like, a podcast where my friends and I talk to some interesting people about what. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I mean, do it. Uh, my co hosts today are Alex. Hey. And Jonathan. Say hi. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, everyone. Joe here. You're listening to the fifth episode of Like for Like, a podcast where my friends and I talk to some interesting people about what it means to be a creator in the world of social media. My co-hosts today are Alex. Hello. And Jonathan. Hey. On this episode, Crafty of Crafty Tabletop Stories will be joining us. But first, welcome back, Jonathan. Oh, well, oh yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry I wasn't there last time. No, it's cool. Yeah, it was pretty late. It was pretty late. Yeah, I was there spiritually.
1: We had, uh, the adults had fun without you. I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my uh, God. <laughs> it's because I don't have a beard, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you really got to get on that, John. Well, I, I was on it, and I got off it. Just it wasn't huh? for me. I was doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, mostly a significant <laughs> other. She like beards, and I was like, okay, I want to grow a beard for you. And then after that, I was like, I want to take this thing off.
0: <laughs> oh like, yeah, it's just yeah not... it was like it was like deleting someone's phone a uh, 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 phone number from your phone. Exactly. I, I grew it out yeah. a little bit
2: longer afterwards, just to do it out of Spites. But then afterwards, <laughs> I was like, I really don't want to have this. <laughs> you're like, yeah, look at how look at this amazing beard you're missing out on. Exactly, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> that's very good. So, like, at age twenty two, twenty three, I was much more older looking than I am now.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: you got a bit of the baby face going on. Oh yeah, but you you keep a healthy stubble.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I, I I can't go any less than that.
1: Yeah, so so there's there's an app that is uh, currently number nine on a uh, trending uh entertainment in the Android yeah. app store and it's yeah. called Hello There. And uh, I'll just give you give you a taste of what the app is. Hello there. Hello
3: there. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. there. Hello, there.
1: <laughs> Hello there. No. Hello there. Hello there. So No. Yeah. So yeah, no. it's it's um it's it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, young Obi-Wan Kenobi. As played by oh.
0: um, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor, a gorgeous man.
1: Yeah, and he just wants yeah. to say hello there. That just oh my lord. That's that's all he says. It's very good. Okay. It's, it it reminds me of oh yeah. Also, if you scroll, it it just sort of keeps going. Uh, so it's it's basically like a uh, an old YTMND page in app form. It's got 50,000 downloads by the way. Um and 4.8 oh. stars. Not 5? Yeah, not 5. Um there Shocking. was there are 51 one star reviews, which maybe it would be it would be good to go to those. I actually can't it's not letting me sort it by by number of stars, which is interesting. Come on hmm. Google, what are you doing? Yeah, so uh, so there there are 51 one-star <laughs> reviews, but there are 1,105 five-star reviews. And we have Daniel Bernard um, on, on the 9th of this month. Uh, so this is a relatively recent up-to-date review. When I first okay. stumbled upon this app, I wondered what it could be and why it had such a high rating. Then I saw the legions of reviews that were just funny, and I thought, why not? Let's get it, get it and see it. I no longer have any regrets in my life, as this is the single greatest thing to be produced in the 21st century. I never had any depression, but I have no doubts in my mind that if I did, this app would have cured it instantly, along with any other ailments. This is the simplest and most pleasurable simple pleasure I have ever experienced by far. Dev, keep up the amazing work. I can't wait for Hello There too. And it's it's basically just a lot of that, um...
0: What would Hello There too" consist of? I don't know. I mean, I know that was a joke, but like, wh- what would what what would it be?
1: I guess Hello There too" would be like... Hello! It's it's just that. I forget what that song is called. <laughs> Lionel Richie? Yes, it's just Lionel Richie. Uh, and you can just say hello over
0: and over again. No, you need to sing and then speak. Hello there.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it's like a it's like a mashup. Those are hot. Yeah. I mean, they were yeah. at least a couple years ago. I I don't think the last couple pitch perfects were as successful as the first movie. So mashups may be sort of falling out of the public zeitgeist.
0: No, I think that'd be really good. That would be. And um and this is also why we don't make apps.
2: Oh, we have um we <laughs> Wait, this are you is... just looking through your phone at apps on your phone to talk about? <laughs> no, is that what the material's no, gone I'm, down to?
1: I'm, I'm, I'm reading more reviews for this, for this gorgeous, life-changing app that has brought me that much closer to, um, to my personal God. idol, Ewan McGregor oh. as, as young Ben Kenobi. <laughs> we we have, uh, we have a couple people just, uh, just quoting the story of uh, Darth Plagueis the Wise. So that's that's good. Yeah, We've got a bunch of people who are. Uh, in on on the meme we have one testimonial testimonial from uh maya zed saying that this app uh fixed their hemorrhoids all 17 of them oh Oh my god apparently they were struggling for 48 years before this app when they opened the app a bright light appeared and morgan freeman came to them yielding two almond chai lattes and a small chinchilla named francisco it was uh it was like they'd met him for the first time uh but i don't think that
0: person is telling the truth are you well, sure?
1: Why would people lie I, on the internet?
0: Why? No, I don't think It's I, a review. I, I don't think that's truthful.
2: It's a review though. Yeah, you have be to real. You have to know.
1: be you have to be honest in these reviews, right? Yeah.
2: I will I will say that speaking of hemorrhoids. Um <laughs> If you are a player of Dark Souls or Bloodborne, you know, you got hemorrhoids all over yourself. So, that might be a good app to for me to look into. Yeah. Those yeah. games are give, giving me hemorrhoids everywhere.
1: <laughs> just just, just. Just your sweaty butt sitting for
2: hours. It's just like you're just playing the game like it's so hard.
1: <laughs> and it really is one of those days, isn't it, guys?
4: All right, I'm back. <laughs> All right. One of those days.
1: It's rainy and uh and comfy and, and sleepy over here. Oh, yeah.
4: Oh yep. I get it. Today it's sunny. Mm. it's sunny and comfy and sleepy here. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay.
1: Yeah, the uh, the energy is relatively low, um, so so we are relying on you to to invigorate us with some some good old conversation.
4: <laughs> All right, I'll try my best, but I'm not promising anything right now. <laughs>
1: That's okay. <laughs> so yeah, I guess we'll start off with uh, with how's your how's your day going?
4: Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, this morning, they just pretty much did nothing. And then I went to to clean some drain pipes with my father in the house so yeah that's pretty much it i ate and right i'm here right now
1: fun starting the day with some manual labor always good (laughs) cool obviously you you do a whole lot of different things um so we'll try to cover the majority of the of the random stuff that you do so we'll start off with um your youtube channel crafty tabletop stories all right so you have a series on there um i think it's the if good I, player, yeah. if I, if I remember right, it's it's currently the the one series that you have right now. The other videos are sort of like yeah.
4: one-off things, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the only series that I have.
1: yeah. so so current. what made you want to start the good player series?
4: let me let me start uh, with starting my YouTube channel at all because uh, yeah, that, that's interesting story, so to speak. I used to run my own company before I started this crafty tabletop stories, thingy. Mm -hmm. And uh, the thing is that the company didn't go off quite well and I kind of got disappointed within, within, uh, you know, the entrepreneurship thing and uh, being, uh, you know, a media engineer and marketing master and everything, uh, I was just, you know, like, okay, what the hell, how can I use my skills uh, in a different way, which won't be business-wise, which will be something that I like. So I decided to to. Devote this YouTube channel, this whole brand that I started to the the big part of my life, which is tabletop RPGs mostly, Mm -hmm. D&D Pathfinder, sometimes uh, it was Rifts, sometimes Cyberpunk, and all sorts of different settings. And uh, the thing is that uh, everyone on YouTube uh, had this uh, how to be the good DM thing, you know, And I was like, okay, uh, nobody's talking about how to be the good player. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let's try and and, and take things from player's perspective and and, uh, think about what would a DM ask from a player, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, once the game starts, uh, how how the player should progress, how should the player think about the character and things like that because, you know, um, I've encountered A lot of times the players, they're just not interested so much in in the role play itself. Everything ends up being uh, number crunching and uh, dungeon crawling and pretty much hack and slash, even though the name of the game is RPG.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: Nobody's playing the role, everybody's playing the weapon. (laughs) So finally I decided to, to try and see things from a different perspective. To, uh to give the different perspective to to the listeners, to my followers, subscribers, whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much it.
1: Where did the dice boxes and stuff sort of fit into that?
4: Oh that was that was a complete accident. yeah <laughs> because uh, one time um, my my oldest dice that I have for I don't know 20 something years already, the color in, inside the numbers was lost you know due to use and, and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, what can I do to <laughs> replenish that color? Finally, I just took some paints. I just, uh, because I I, uh, I had some paints laying around and I Painted the numbers in, and that's where it all started. Like, okay, why do I need to have golden or white numbers? I can have red or black or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I decided, okay, these dice, they can be sandpapered, (laughs) sanded, whatever. Uh, Mm -hmm. There is a lot of things that you can do to a single object to make it look differently. And that's what I did pretty much. I started toying around, took uh, the rotary tool, and yeah, that's where it set off. I was like, okay, let's try to scratch these dice. Let's try to put some wash on these crevices. Let's try and uh, dry brush the edges. Let's try and whatever really, and that's that's how it set up. And you know, the next logical thing was simply to try to put the dice in the box <laughs> it's yeah. simple as that
2: there's actually some dice on your instagram page that i really like they're the official dragon wall chronicles dice set oh, oh <laughs> yeah 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 um <laughs> i i liked that like you decide like you describe you're doing all this reliquing process and doing this custom paint jobs has having done that on just a dice also inspired maybe uh internal inspiration to also want to expand upon that And get to more even props as as a possibility.
4: Oh yeah, definitely. Um, The thing is that okay, I I started with uh, dice and uh, uh, boxes, but um, I want to make utility boxes, like you know, put everything in a single box, uh, like a toolbox of a sort. Mm -hmm. But for DMS and players, you know, and what else? Uh, I have some books also. I mean, notebooks in mind. I'm browsing my my table right now, because everything's over there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Browsing it with my eyes. Yeah, I'm just uh, trying to take uh, things to the extremes. Uh, I also did uh, one mini in my life. I sculpted it. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't too happy about the result, even though for a first time sculpting, it was really, really good. <laughs> but uh, I just realized that uh, I needed some, some other materials and some other tools, yeah. so I Teach that because uh, it's hard to come by uh, the proper sculpting materials in here in Serbia. Yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, tools I got them, but uh, to to be able to really put effort into making minis, uh, it would take a lot of time and a lot of nerve. And you know, I like the things that are like quick and finite. Mm -hmm. that's why i like these dice and dice boxes i can do them like a set of dice in a box in one day and make a person happy
2: and it's not just uh doing dice boxes and dice you also with the dice box you even have one that's kind of a diorama and it's seeing you like try to put the story on top of the dice box itself so it's it's cool you're just you're dipping your toes in things and you're you're also just just, it seems like you have this urge to want to just continually challenge yourself um and i like seeing that on your page
4: (laughs) yeah definitely i mean i'm always looking for something bigger and better okay not literally but (laughs) uh in the sense that uh, as you said, I want to challenge myself. And the thing is that uh, with that diorama dice box, it was also for uh, for Dennis Montoya, the writer of uh, the author of uh, Dragon Ball Chronicles. And uh, those dice that I that I made for him, uh, he's one of my patrons, anyways. Yeah. And uh, he he was just he just told me like you know go nuts, do whatever you want with dice. Uh, I trust your instincts, and that's actually what I did. I had a lot of dice going through my through my hands. And sometimes I'm, I'm like thinking, oh my God, these dice are ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do something with them, but I don't know what. And eventually they end up being a very beautiful dice. I mean, I never liked single colored dice, especially not white dice. I mean, it's the most boring thing that you can roll on your table or your dice tray. But the thing is that um, I took these dice for him, I sanded them, painted the numbers black instead of gold. I just left the 20 in gold and I uh, painted number one, I think in silver. If I remember correctly, and those dice ended up looking like a velvety porcelain. The more, one of the most beautiful things that I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I, I never, I never thought that I would like white dice.
1: That's great. I love that. Whenever you like, whenever you're working on a project like that, and you get to the end of it the end of it and you're like holy crap i actually really like this yeah yeah that's a good feel
4: oh yeah and about about the diorama it was also uh, as i said for dragon wall chronicles and i and i read the book and i was inspired by the whole uh, approach to the dragon wall by by that party from from the book Mm -hmm. and the thing is that finally um i had this image in my mind that i wanted to translate into a diorama Mm -hmm. that i finally made on a box and I have these um, well, it's not wallpaper, even though they call it wallpaper in Serbian, it's self-adhesive paper. Yeah. and um, it's textured self- adhesive paper, and I bought I don't know, I bought like black pig skin, brown pig skin, um, white pig skin uh, wood in different shapes and sizes, uh, whatever really. and that's actually one of the best uh, that's one of the best materials to work with. I also bought some fake leather to wrap the box or a book in 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 that fake leather and finally it ended up being um okay not good to say the least (laughs) (laughs) uh it was uh, a a process of trial and error so i decided to go with this simple thing which is self-adhesive textured paper Mm -hmm. and it ended up looking like i don't know something that that could work could be worth uh, I don't know hundred dollars, not forty or something. Yeah, you know. So that um, materials actually is uh, what makes something look expensive. I mean, not not expensive um, financially, monetarily speaking. Expensive in in the way of uh, you know the feeling that uh, one gets when looking at it.
1: Yeah, makes it look well well crafted.
4: Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, speaking of uh, creating a scene or a diorama, uh, the next sort of thing you have coming down the pipeline on the YouTube channel, if I'm correct, is the uh, RPG scenery. So what, what was the process going into that? You, you like went on a big trip getting footage for that right
4: yeah uh, I went uh, on a trip with my wife uh, actually it was like a vacation for the two of us uh, mm-hmm. because we, we haven't been on a vacation for quite a while <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I mean not, not together anyway uh, and the thing is that um, we went to this mountain which is a natural uh, reservation mm-hmm. and I realized that there is a lot of beautiful scenery over there that I could actually shoot and give people something to accompany their gameplay you know like okay uh, you're on a scene in a forest like okay just put this, the forest scene on on the tv mm-hmm. and uh, let all those sounds of crickets and and, and birds and whatnot uh, you know accompany the whole the whole uh, scene in the game yeah and um but the thing is that that is something that uh, i need some more equipment for because <laughs> I just rendered uh, one of the videos. It was rendering for five days straight. Even Yeah, because you're rendering, more... uh,
1: yeah, I'm rendering
4: it in 4K. Yeah, I'm rendering it in 4K. And the thing is that it ended up uh, missing some parts of the audio. Mm. And um, the video itself was not so good. Oh, no. And, yeah. <laughs> That's um, terrible. Uh, yes. And the thing is that I am going to postpone this uh, RPG scenery I think that I'm going to make something like a crowdfunding campaign, uh, like an official crowdfunding campaign to to sell dice and boxes that I make for a little bit less of a price. But to sell like 20, 30 of them in order for me to buy some new equipment so I can finally, you know, render uh, much faster and do a better job.
1: Yeah, I mean if anything now you know the sort of technical hurdles that you need to get over and you can sort of use those to improve for the next time yeah, around.
4: Yeah, precisely. I mean it, it's uh, my my old PC which is 10 years old right now. Oh yeah. is <laughs> <it's> struggling really <laughs> with uh, with with just simple HD footage and uh, 4K is giving him like the worst <laughs> yeah. time of, of its life.
1: That's uh, that's that's terrible. I'm sorry to hear that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh well, uh, that's something that's easily rectified. So
1: yeah. Well, you want to uh, tell the people out there where they can where they can find your stuff, where they can support you?
4: Yeah. Well, uh, I'm my my first platform of choice was YouTube because I am a media engineer by trade, and I, I do videos, uh, video uh, video campaigns, video marketing campaigns. It was my uh, final uh, work for uh, for the bachelor's degree,
3: mm-hmm.
4: and the thing is that, um, as I said in the beginning, I, I wanted to invest my skills into something else that I really like,
3: mm-hmm.
4: and yeah, so I set it on on going to YouTube, and well, the YouTube itself is um, something that I cannot figure out.
3: <laughs> yeah, because,
4: uh, yeah, it's it's. It's really hard to find a way to gain subscribers and and people who are going to be active on your channel because YouTube has no interaction like uh, Instagram or Twitter does,
1: yeah, at least not for um not really for people who are just starting out with a channel. Like they have the community yes. tabs and stuff like that and, uh, like some, some moderation in the chat that you can do. Precisely. Um, but none of that's super useful until you have, you know, a couple hundred followers or something like that.
4: Uh, yeah. I mean, I do have like 400 something followers in, on, uh, on, uh, YouTube. Yeah. But the thing is that, um, YouTube, as I said, I find it really, really hard to hack Yeah, in, in the sense of, uh, you know, growth hacking and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. Instagram was much faster for me. I mean, in in some six months, I got some, I don't know, 1,200 followers. Yeah. Uh, On Twitter, in less than a month, I have uh, almost 1,000. So... Yeah, I remember you getting on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I finally got on Twitter and and I must say, even though I did use follow for follow, Mm -hmm. I found found that uh, Twitter is a really good platform for tabletop RPG community yeah because people over there are really not nothing short of awesome yeah. they tweet they comment they whatever really i'm I'm really happy with uh with the choice that I made with uh with twitter yeah that was it and I'm also starting twitch soon uh i'm gonna stream uh, my crafts live I'm going to leave um youtube for um the story part of, of the Crafty Tabletop Stories. Yeah. Um, Twitch is, I, I, I'm i hoping that because I, I can interact with people on Twitch, that it's gonna go much better than than YouTube. And uh, the people, my friends that are on Twitch already, uh, mm-hmm. gave me so much uh, hype, pre-marketing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that I already have uh, almost uh, con- uh, condition to, to become an affiliate. That's so awesome. Yeah, that's really awesome. And uh, I'm thinking that Twitch is going to go much, much better than YouTube. And uh, yeah, okay, I have a Facebook page that is pretty much connected to Instagram. I don't use it. I just interact with uh, two or three people over there. That's (laughs) nothing. And my Facebook page is like, I don't know, 140 followers. So that's... Instagram is basically important.
1: the more attractive, better version yeah. of Facebook. <laughs> um,
4: um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. It's, I also have a Patreon page where, where people can support me if they, if they like what I do, I do have some really awesome people, um, as my supporters, all of them being, I mean, I, I consider them my friends. Yeah. Um, if, if if i ever uh, reach i don't know a thousand <laughs> supporters on, on uh, patreon i don't think that i'll be able to <laughs> have a socialize uh, to socialize with all of them but um, with these uh, five six people that, that are my current patrons i i really find find them to be as i said my friends and uh, they're very supportive of me as i am of them as well and that's that's something really good, but uh, Patreon is uh, Patreon, sorry, is also something that I cannot seem to hack. You know, <laughs> just like yeah. YouTube, because there is no proper interaction over there. I would I would like to have something different than that, and that's where I'm hoping that Twitch is gonna come in handy. So hopefully, uh, with all these platforms, I'm gonna have uh, a developed brand uh as in uh how how do they put it um micro influencer stuff even though i I hate that word and (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah coming from a
1: marketing background it's sort of hard not to not use terms like that
4: yeah but uh, i mean influencing on on social media to me is i don't know you can you can boost it you can buy followers you can do whatever you want and yeah you know just it, it doesn't doesn't for me it simply doesn't work all that well, but uh,
3: mm-hmm.
4: influencers and micro-influencers, um, I just, uh, today I just spoke with a, with a friend of mine who runs a, a social media marketing company, and he told me that they did marketing with influencers and micro-influencers only mm-hmm. for uh, one of the campaigns, and it was the best job ever. They gained like uh, 100,000 followers in a month. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's really crazy, uh, but all right, that's that's really off topic yeah that's okay interesting i mean interesting it's definitely well to...
1: within the uh well within the purview of the show
4: yeah 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 interesting thing to to mention anyways
3: mm-hmm.
1: did you have another
2: oh question yeah to... i actually yeah um yeah uh my question is you're so you are doing all these things involving just D and D with the crafting, the, the the dice creations, and making the boxes. What is it you like to do that's outside of this realm of D and D that you find really enjoyable um, and find maybe something relaxing to do?
4: Oh uh, well, a uh, little is known, but I also work as a psychological counselor. Oh wow! <laughs> and Didn't yeah, that, actually. I, I I really I enjoy that job and. Uh, I like it that I have so little clients. Currently, I'm at two because even though I'm investing myself in those people and I really genuinely love them as people, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a hard job, and uh, I like to do it because um, I can I can feel the best reward in my life when somebody is grateful for feeling good. Yeah. Um, but the thing is that people actually feel good when they get their dice and boxes as well <laughs> and, that's, and that's actually and that's actually a really uh, a really great reward uh, that I can relate myself to you know because having recognition for what you do is uh, the best thing that that one can feel yeah
2: and yeah, and bettering people's lives is definitely a really cool thing to do for just anybody so thank you for doing that
4: yeah i, I generally work with depressive people mm-hmm. and i have really good results i mean really really good most of my clients uh, get off meds in a matter of two or three months
1: that's, that's awesome. really that's really wonderful wow.
4: yeah yeah that's that's really good and i'm really proud of that and it's not something as i said that i would like to expand too much mm-hmm. because I'm investing myself in those people and I don't want to invest, uh, like half of myself, if you can get what I mean, Yeah. Like having, having too much clients would just mean that I'm, I'm, uh, you know, half brained sitting in front of them and just doing pretty much nothing, doing stuff with my, with my hands, uh, like crafting stuff mm-hmm. uh, I don't know uh, you you've seen my YouTube videos and and my my crafts on, on my Instagram page mm-hmm. uh, that's something that relaxes me and uh, I really really like doing stuff uh, that um, uh, that needs meticulous work and really precise details uh, I I used to be um, a Photoshop uh, be- retoucher <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, uh, I, I used to retouch uh, mostly beauty photos. A single photo, single beauty sh- uh, shot takes about, I don't know, um, anywhere between one and a half to even seven hours. Wow. Um, even those seven hours are not hard for me because it's like a meditative process. Mm-hmm. I put all that I have into that photo as just as well as I put all that I have in into dice and the dice boxes and whatever I do with my with my hands.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And uh, it's it's like, you know, uh, a little piece of time that I can have for myself and, and, and be with my own thoughts. And, uh, you know, uh, as I said, invest myself into that work.
1: Yeah, just sort of get into that Zen mode. Yeah, cool. Well, uh, did you have uh, anything you wanted to shout out, or anybody you uh, you wanted to represent before we uh, before we let you go?
4: Oh yeah, okay. Uh, let's 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 start with my patrons first. Oh yeah, uh, I already mentioned Dennis Montoya. He's a really cool guy, the the author of uh, Dragon Ball Chronicles. Sash man, uh, he likes to be presented like that. A really cool guy from uh, from uh, Scotland. Cool. Another another guy, uh, Ryan Wall. He's, uh, he's one of my greatest supporters and, and a really, really good friend. He, he's not my patron anymore because I told him, you know what, this is useless. Uh, you're a crafty guy. I'm a crafty guy. I will support you with money. You will support me with money. So let's just ditch this patron thing <laughs> and, <laughs> and just carry on as friends.
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: Uh, yeah. I also have this really, really cool guy uh, as, as patron. Uh, gear for gamers. Okay, uh, he's doing actually a very good thing. Uh, he's um, he also has a Patreon page and he's gathering money to buy uh, stuff for D and D to teach uh, young kids how to play D and D. But kids with problematic background and things like that, you know, with uh, you no know, parents or uh, kids from the streets and things like that. He's using D and D in therapeutic yeah. uh, purposes. That's really cool yeah another another one of my patrons is also Nemanja, uh also a good friend of mine he's uh he's a fellow player we play in the same campaign and a really good guy and uh another andrew dur andrew i'm sorry if i if i butchered your last name (laughs) uh d-e-u-r i think it's Dur. he's he's a really cool guy and uh one of one of my supporters as well and i'm not sure uh, yeah uh, also um this guy, very cool guy from uh, uh, Puerto Rico. He's um, on Instagram, he's dnd787. He's really crazy with his hashtag bad, bad videos, gathering all those uh, minis and putting them in their rightful place in, in his collection and all that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really, uh, those are the guys that I really like and, and, and uh, uh, like to hang around with. And also guys from Blackboard Games, guys that I worked with on on the black void uh, the game that that uh, is about to get published uh, very successful Kickstarter campaign oh yeah a new take a new take on uh, on RPGs and that's I think pretty much it of course anybody who's listening <laughs> to this <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah all of your followers all of my followers things like that you know, get yeah, to get to the basics <laughs>
1: yeah cool thanks for chatting with us
4: of course anytime
1: and thanks, uh, thanks
2: for having me <laughs> yeah totally it's a pleasure absolutely <laughs> yeah so as y'all been y'all that have been listening have heard uh, we've been working on a little game project on the side mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of a a very ambitious start for mm-hmm. a first game <laughs> and having time to just having time working on it and thinking and having to reevaluate how to make how, how enable how to reevaluate how to better support the team and yeah i think part of that is to make a game quicker um but still make a good game yeah make, and...
1: make sort of a sort of a practice game that's <laughs> exactly. less ambitious
2: and so less ambitious but still wait we still intended to be very heavily yeah. story driven and really work on the story. Yeah. Um, so
0: we're talking yeah. about. Still decent. Yes. You know? <laughs> still a good game. Yeah.
1: Well, I think you can. A lot uh, of startup
0: games don't actually have that, you know? Yeah. yeah. A lot of startup games are just, uh, you know, <laughs> startups, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: This is very. Same true. thing
0: can go for films. Yeah, true.
1: I think we mean less ambitious, as in um, less technically difficult to produce mm-hmm. or develop. Um. Yeah. Like I definitely think that uh you can have a game that is not uh technically impressive or visually impressive but still has a compelling story, you know, that that can
0: draw people in. Yeah. Uh, yep, they're called text adventures.
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe <laughs> we we'll, maybe we'll actually just end up making a Zork clone. I mean, I know already <laughs> we already have an idea for a game, but I think I'd rather work on a Zork game. What's what's Zork? Oh my god, I don't know. Uh, yeah. No, so Zork is Get a uh, <laughs> Zork is a text adventure. Um, basically, uh, I, f- I forget exactly how it starts. It's it's just like you are in this place and it's it's pitch black, like you can't really see anything. And uh,
0: uh, you you are in front of a white house. There is a mailbox here. Am I thinking of a there different is, Zork? Uh, it's pitch black. You can't see anything. What like, I, I I can't think of any text adventure that starts like that.
1: Or is that when um, you go inside the house? and like you go you start entering the underground for the first time yeah yeah
0: that yeah that's zork one but 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 you have to break into the house first
1: oh yeah I, I remember and of that of course
0: now. you have to get the lantern and then go upstairs hmm. and get the uh, on lamp. rope as you do in any adventure game and the rusty dagger if you want
1: yes won't do much against the grooves
2: you ever heard of a game called your yeah. walk I have not it's a it's like a kind of an adventure style game okay. um, but, uh, it's really interesting. Okay. It's hard to explain. <laughs> yeah, that's fine <laughs> We'll just reference a bunch
1: of things and then and then uh, not explain any of them to anybody like, We could see how arcane we can get with our references. I, I will say that
0: Hey, man, you ever heard of this? No? <laughs> okay. Damn cool. cool. All right. I want to oh. still talk about
2: it. Anyway <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but I guess the only really little tidbit of detail we can really give at the moment, since a lot of it is still being worked on, mm-hmm. is that unlike the game we've been working on, which is very, very fantasy based, mm-hmm. this game will take place around a camp. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh shit, did we never do our plugs? <laughs> no. This keeps happening, because I think, I don't think we did them during the Sharky episode either.
0: What if we like freaked out because of the, arts ah, artsy twat.
1: oh no that's why because I kept trying to do my plugin during the sharky episode and you kept doing this bit (laughs) <laughs> about having a trigger where uh, it simultaneously made you frightened and also come. <laughs> <Yeah>, that's right. <laughs> I cut it out, by the way, because it, <laughs> while it was really funny for us, and it might be funny for a few people out there, um, I do want, like, teenagers to be able to listen of to this.
0: Of course. <laughs> As if of they course. don't. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I, um, I do, however, think that maybe the clean versions should be on iTunes and Google Play and on Plantastic Fanit will have LFL uncut.
1: That could. Yeah, that might be something that we do eventually. That's a little more editing work for me, but I would totally be down for doing that eventually. Yeah. So real quick. Alex, where can they find your stuff?
0: Hey, I'm on Instagram at artsy twat. I'm on Twitter as fucking shags. And of course, I am on YouTube as Alex Alston. And Jonathan. You can
2: find me on uh, Instagram at at docklejonathan. I have old website, with some old artwork at uh, www.jdockle.com. And if you're looking for bracelets and want to help support us, you can look up com and use a promo code LFL podcast to get a discount. Nice. Yeah. And
1: what's, what's your uh, charity of the month on? Is that still? Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. The charity month is Pencils of Promise, which goes to help uh, edu- like, fund education in uh, less fortunate countries.
1: And you can find uh, my stuff at plantasticfanit.com. That's uh, this podcast, um, music that I've made, blog posts, all that kind of stuff is there. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at speakwithanimals. And I am on Twitter at Joseph R. Strom. You can find show notes for this and future episodes at lflpodcast.com. That's lflpodcast.com. Big thanks to my co-hosts, Alex and Jonathan.
0: Hey. Pleasure being here. (laughs) Pleasure. Oh, oh, excuse me. Okay.
1: (laughs) And (laughs) thanks again to Crafty for joining us. Uh, Links to mostly everything we talked about will be in the show notes. As always, thank you everyone out there for listening to the fifth episode of Like for Like. Take care of yourselves. And remember, um, if it's raining outside, you you don't necessarily need to drive. Maybe, maybe wait until it clears up, that's probably just, you know, just a good rule of thumb.